Hey everyone, welcome back to Just the Good Stuff. This is your host, Rachel Mansfield. I'm a cookbook author, recipe developer who is really, really obsessed with making food just taste really darn good. I'm a mama of two, I'm a wife, and you pretty much already know all this if we are friends over on Instagram. In each podcast episode, we catch up with friends, bring on some new amazing humans to share their stories with you, and you guys get to be a fly on the wall in each of these conversations. We get juicy, we chat, we laugh, we get awkward at times, but there's nothing I love more than getting to share these conversations with you guys each and every week. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode, rate, review, and share the podcast when you listen. Listen back to ones you may have missed. The Just the Good Stuff crew is so special to me, and I know you guys will love something from each and every episode. So now let's dive into today's episode. No intro needed because that's how we do it over here. Wow, podcast. It's been a while. (laughs) Do you remember to do this? I actually think, though, that now I'll make more sense talking than I did while pregnant because pregnancy brain was so incredibly real. And you won't be out of breath. Yeah, and I won't be out of breath and winded. Um, Although running on three hours of sleep is definitely not doing anyone any justice. But I brought you a uh, a brewski, as you like to uh, say. Oh, we actually, wow. we were going to... So re- nice. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Did you go to the store and buy and it this? Says it's eight o'clock in the morning. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Did you go to the store and buy this? I don't... <laughs> Last week I went to go get a bottle of wine for our nanny. And I, I literally texted... I know. I have. Don't think I've actually ever gone to the liquor store above the age of twenty-one and bought liquor like legally. I also hear our nanny coming closer, and shout out to her for making this podcast possible and taking Ezra and Brody hopefully outside if they ever make it out the door. Leaving the apartment with two kids is no joke. That is for sure. So um, I don't know. I was going to do this podcast. But Rachel I, walks into our bedroom. She's like, you want to get frisky? <laughs> I thought she meant something else. She's like, let's record a podcast. I'm like, okay. Well, that's the friskiest that we're getting these days. That's uh, that's for sure. But guys, welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast, I should say. You're going to notice a bit of a different type of format for just the good stuff now. I did some pondering, some deep soul business strategy um, during these postpartum months. And I'm just kidding. I didn't really do too much like deep strategy when it comes. This just kind of hit me the other day when I was planning podcast episodes and like what is going to come that I would really like for the podcast to be a lot more conversational, a lot less formal. And when it comes to like podcasts I consume, I like the ones that are kind of more people bantering and just talking and more organic in the moment. What do you think, Jordan? Do you think so you invited me, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Talks. <laughs> so I invited the most talkative, funny person in the actually, entire it wasn't even world. Like invite it was just more of like. No, I actually didn't invite you. I I asked um, all my friends on no Instagram. No one else wanted to come on. <laughs> I I just posted on Instagram again spontaneously and said Jordan's going to come on for the welcome back episode. What should we talk about? And you guys seem so excited about this different format. So. I gathered a bunch of awesome questions. I was actually just compiling them a little while ago. And we have a lot to dive into. We have a lot of things to talk about. But Jordan, I just want you to remember that while we're doing this, just be yourself. But like 100 times funnier than your usual <laughs> That's so messed up. <laughs> I, we were going to record this like 11 o'clock uh, tomorrow morning. And then it's almost 5 o'clock right now. And I said to Jordan, you know what? Let's do it now. So that way you can have a beer chill you know you're not as like we're not, we're not like oh my god our to-do list at this point also if i knew ahead of time i usually get myself all psyched up he gets so paralyzed not par- par- i sound like guys are paralyzed um but i think this will be fun so i hope you guys enjoy this new format of sorts and it's just gonna be a lot more organic go with the flow which i think this last year has taught everyone can you actually open this because i can't do it with one hand or like maybe I'll open the bottle. I'm having kombucha and... Things are getting wild over yeah, here. Yeah, really wild. I'm not wearing a bra. Let's go, but I'm wearing a shirt because I'm a human cow these days. Okay. So I categorize these into two kind of groups or three groups of sorts. And the first is kind of more like us and our background as a couple and as human beings. 
And I, you know, I'm going to ask the majority of the questions, but I also want them to be like starter questions. So you can feel free to kind of elaborate and tell stories. Oh, and so like I'm getting the questions asked to me. No, it's not. It's not like that. Like here, you can even come sit no, closer no, it's and fine. see I'm them. I'm better off not knowing them. Oh, <laughs> okay. How and where did you meet? So we met at Muhlenberg College. 2009? 10. Nine. No, 10. You're right. Because I was 19. 2010, we were at a party. Rachel was in front of the beer fridge, and I asked if there's any more beer no, in the fridge. No, it's the opposite. You were in front of the beer fridge, and I was like, excuse me, do you know if there's more oh, beer in the geez, fridge? Right. That's probably the last beer I drank. Um, and that's that was that was the first words I ever Then I asked her for her number. She told me she didn't have her cell phone, so I just thought she was just trying to get rid of me. No, I actually, actually didn't have her cell phone. I didn't have a cell phone. I was had this annoying, annoying boyfriend, which I like, don't even like using the word boyfriend, in high school who would call and text me like every single weekend in college. And I would just be like, we broke up a century ago. Why are you still talking to me? And then I got to the point. It would be an ex-boyfriend, not a boyfriend. No, I had a boyfriend. Oh, I said, uh, yeah, like, you know, back in, back in the day, my, my, pre, my pre-life before Jordan. And... Anyways, I didn't like going out with the phone. Jordan wanted my phone number because he wanted to like where I was going to be up to later that night. And that's what I just said. Sorry, dude. I don't have my phone with me. <laughs> that's when we actually were out of like our room past 10 p.m. compared to these days. Yeah, I know. I think most people aren't. That was like the <laughs> randomest comment that made no sense. I know. But now like be, thinking about going out like on like a wild oh. night, like where I'm going to be later that night. Like, yeah, later that night I'll be sleeping <laughs> these days. Yeah. that. So anyways... Thanks to you for that tangent. Um, we met at Muhlenberg College. Jordan was a junior. I was a sophomore. It was at. It was actually in Benford. If anyone is list, anyone listening went to Muhlenberg or has visited, and then later that night, I was incredibly high and friend requested Jordan on Facebook like a creep, and my roommate told me not to, but I did anyways. And then he texted a girl in my sorority and was like, hey, do you know Rachel Mansfield? Coincidentally, she was my quote, like big, my sorority. Long story short, we then hit it off. And And been inseparable ever since. Literally inseparable ever since. I told my friends two weeks into dating Jordan that we were going to get married and everyone thought I was crazy. I remember my friend Brooke started hysterically crying when I told her. And we've literally been inseparable since. It's been 11 years. Um, I was 19, he was 20, Muhlenberg, good times. And we even studied abroad at the same time, that following semester. I lived with Jordan and his family for a while in Staten Island because my grandparents, well, actually, this is kind of a fun fact. My grandparents coincidentally live on the same street as Jordan's parents, which we had no idea. My grandma, my grandparents have lived there my whole life. Jordan has lived in his, his parents have lived in their house there his whole life. And um, yeah, we found so that we out probably, after we were dating. We definitely crossed paths. Yeah, with like Mr. Frosty and the ice cream shop when I used to go to the community pool. Um, and Jordan's parents own a flower shop on Staten Island called Flowers by Bernard. If they ever gave you shitty flowers, like please don't call me and complain. I'm just kidding. They would never <laughs> give anyone shitty flowers are the best. Um, and yeah, so it's a kind of like a coincident, coincidental fate type of serendipitous meeting. Now that brings me to the next thing that someone asked, which was describe each the other person in college. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can do me, do me first. Okay. I so the best words for you. Full disclosure, I thought Jordan had a boyfriend and his boy I thought he was had a boyfriend named Zach. <laughs> Not kidding. Muhlenberg's super small. So it's a small it's like 2500 kids or less. So if you went to a small school like you get it. It's not you you see the same people 24/7. And I would see Jordan and his friend Zach together 24/7 and they were dressed super preppy like pink pants and like a green shirt like they looked like they walked out like a Vineyard Vines magazine and they were like golfers. But they, you know, again, Muhlenberg was like a liberal arts college, like a huge, like very inclusive in terms of just like different people and like beliefs and genders and whatever. And I, so it wasn't out of the ordinary for me to be like, oh, that's probably just like, you know, that kid Jordan and his boyfriend, Zach. So I thought Jordan had a boyfriend. Clearly he did not. But Jordan and has his best friend named Zach, and they were together 24-7. So Jordan in college, he golfed. He was an accounting major, very straight and narrow in terms of his... <laughs> so, 
like social socialness, I guess you could say. Very, very oh, this is actually important. Very, very like well put together. I would be oh, in. Thank you, Rachel. No, I see. I mean that though. Like I would look like an actual shit show of a human in like leggings, oversized sweatshirt, hung over half the time. Jordan was always dressed to the nines. Like looked very very smart had his glasses his like weren't they like gucci like black frame glasses that you wore 24 7 you had the same glasses for years yeah yeah um but he just like a looked like a very well put together like very very nice nice and like genuine person um he had a nice reputation no one had a bad thing to say about him he golfed studied called his mom every day you know (laughs) it's a good point probably did (laughs) did i miss anything about you in college (laughs) No, I think you hit all the uh, key right? points. Zach, golf, yeah, preppiness. Sound, mm. I sound like a real catch. Yeah, no, you are. Um, describe Rachel in college. Probably a complete 180 of what she is today. <laughs> um, Rachel was always looking for a good time, but um, the one thing that has not changed, I would say, is your dedication or punctuality to like getting shit done like we used to go to the library and i would be like cramming for an exam or writing a paper last minute and rachel would have written the paper like three weeks before yeah so she's just more of like a no bullshit get shit done um and move on to the next thing i think that's definitely stuck with you but your your partying days have definitely uh slimmed down I think one of the first couple of weeks that we were dating, uh, it was like a Thursday or Friday night. I had a golf tournament the next morning, so I was like not out. And Rachel called that she needed a ride, so I went to go pick her up. And I'm like, where are you? <laughs> she was literally peeing in a bush on the corner of a street. So that pretty much sums up her uh, her college days. Hey, if you want to have a good time in college, <laughs> you know who to call. <laughs> yeah, because you're like social Jordan, chair. I was a loser. What? Yeah. You're a social chair of your sorority, so. Yeah. So you, you always had a passion for doing those uh, exciting socialite type events. No, college was great. I would do, I would leave my left arm to go back to high school and college and have literally not care. I wish it go, like looking back, everything felt so serious, like finals midterms getting good grades like yeah it's important you don't want to fail out of school but i just wish that i didn't take everything so seriously at the same time um and i wish i took things a little bit more seriously like from like a outside perspective you did so it's like crazy to me from like a school grades perspective yeah um what is your greatest muhlenberg memory obviously someone from muhlenberg probably asked this but do you have a greatest muhlenberg memory oh they actually said muhlenberg yeah like college Or like, what was your, like your favorite part of Muhlenberg or something besides meeting me? Oh, there, there goes that. Um, I mean, I played golf for four years in college, so that was that was a lot of fun being on a team sport. Um, you know, it's like true. Like you don't really get that experience after school doing something on that type of level yeah. with like a team. So that was um, that was definitely memorable. Obviously, besides meeting you um and i think studying abroad was was really great i think you really grow up when you uh are thrown into a different country and have to figure shit out we have such different answers pre pre iphone like like we went to europe with like nothing i know i have such a different answer my favorite greatest Mueller memories like main gate lupos but you don't remember any dollars like yeah i remember all of them oh my god me like my greatest Mueller memory can be summed up in main gate like I remember making okay basic white right. We would like make lists of who like our goals like who we'd want to hook up with that night. And by hook up, I just mean like make out with. I don't mean anything more than that. Um, on the dance floor, and then you know I, getting dressed with all my friends. Pre like it was just so like the whole it was like camp twenty four seven. Like it was the coolest thing in the entire world. It truly it's is so privileged it truly to be able to experience not, that. Not real life. It's not real life, and I don't mean to sound like I'm so privileged that I was able to do that. I really was though. Like I didn't have like a debt graduating school like it was I'm very very grateful for like what I was given and to have that experience it was freaking awesome like being able to go to a cafeteria at 12 o'clock at night or even later and have them make me get chicken fingers stuffed inside a grilled cheese sandwich it does not get better than that and then they did have a really good fountain so yeah it was free, it, the best times Muhlenberg is an awesome awesome school I've heard it's changed since then but I actually saw something that they're putting in a new building we should go we should drive there one day 
Yeah, seeing the new building doesn't really excite me, but if you want to go to Main Gate or like go I don't to our think own stopping grounds. Pancake's not open. We'll have to look. One time I oh, I'm not even gonna talk about it. Never mind. On to the next thing. How how did we know we wanted to be together? I just uh, knew. Yeah, I don't know. Like we just right? had like a very quick connection. Yeah. And like it didn't really die off. No. And then we like went abroad, which you would think would like We went abroad at the same time, just different countries. Right. No, I'm just saying three months apart, yeah. four months apart. You would think would like cause some tension, but uh, it yeah. didn't really. Jord was in the Netherlands in Maastricht, and I was in Florence, but we were both like in the fall semester. Um, but no, I, I just knew, like I said, I told my friends two weeks in that we were going to be together. And you don't want to tell them about the Kid Cudi concert? Oh, I forgot about that. That's definitely not my greatest Mueller memory. Um, <laughs> so we were at a Kid Cudi concert. I was going with my friends, Marley and Allison, and we're at the concert, and I definitely had some fun before, like going you know, attending the concert. Coincidentally, Jordan was going to the concert with his friends or a friend as well, and see what I did there. Oh, good, good one, Rach. <laughs> and we were listening to the music, I think, and I looked at Jordan and told him that I loved him. <laughs> and he blatantly. Rachel was not in like the frame of mind to tell someone that she loved them. Yeah, but that's when you need it the most, baby. And then he didn't respond, and it was so incredibly uncomfortable. But um, that's is that what you wanted me to share? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. That's Jordan trying to make a fool of me. Um, why did you get married so young? Did anyone seem concerned? I like don't. I didn't at the time. I didn't think we were that young. Jordan proposed when I was twenty three. You were twenty three too. Well, we were also or no, together 24. for like. Four, four or five four years. years. We just knew we were going to get married anyway. So from our perspective, like we just kind of felt like, why wait? But no, no one was, I don't think anyone was concerned. I mean, no one Not came barging mind. in on this at the ceremony to stop it. Like, uh, like they do in the movies. But no, we didn't. it's weird. Like looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, we, I was engaged at 23. That is so young. But at the time I didn't feel young. No, it just honestly felt right. Like looking back, I think it would have been cool to like get married later just because I feel like you grew up so much, but at the same time, like, I'm so happy that we had kids earlier, too, so. Yeah, yeah, we'll dive into kids in a little bit. I think soon we have to do an entire episode on hair care, but in the meantime, let's just chat about it for a minute or so, because you guys need to hop on the personalized hair care train, because ever since I did, about six months ago now, my hair has never been softer, shinier, healthier, and just, like, has, like, life back to it. And that is because I am using the pros products, you guys. I headed online to their website, filled out this like free in-depth quiz, filled out all of my needs, even the zip code I live in, if I wanted sulfate-free, paraben-free, everything. If you have like hair color, you filled out in too. And they make products that work just for your hair and based off of your needs. They have over like 50 billion different formula combinations. I use a scalp mask and a length mask, shampoo, conditioner, Every single time I wash my hair, which is once a week, always rinse it in cold water after the conditioner to you guys. It really helps your hair like get that extra shine at the very end of it. Pros also has a review and refine feature, which I love. So you can always like tweak the formulas if you are, say, like moving somewhere or you get your hair colored or something with your diet, et cetera. You can totally tweak the formula. So once you get your products and you want to change something about it, head on over to your account, make that happen. And if you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best care you've had. They'll also take the products back, no questions asked, which to me is just a no-brainer to try it. Pros is seriously the healthiest hair regime with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Head on over to pros.com slash Rachel. That's P-R-O. SE.com slash Rachel for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off your order. What is one thing each of you feels the other needs more of? Okay, what do, what do I need more of? <laughs> uh, Give it to me. What do I need more of? You need more... Um, you can be blunt. Come on. I don't know if it's like more of. Lately, I just feel like you need to like slow down and stop putting so much pressure on yourself. So I don't know what that would be more of, mm. but it's like almost less of. Yeah, like more zen, more chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, go, go. Yeah, you have a lot on your plate, and I just think yeah. you're trying to do it all at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might need another episode for this. <laughs> no, I think you need the opposite of what I 
or you yeah, know, like, I need like a fire yeah. under my ass. But so. that's why we're good because like we're we're the definition of yin yang. Like we are very good together. Like you wouldn't just well, wear like, like when, you wouldn't just wear like one part of the yin yang necklace. Well, it's like yeah, when you are listing off the thousand things you want to get done in one day, and I'm like, Rach, like it's not feasible. And then yeah. I'm listing off the one thing I need to get done that week, and you're like, "Why is that not done already?" It was actually just funny because you're next. The next thing I want to talk about, someone people always ask what you do for work, and I was just going, walking to the bathroom before, and we're, Jordan and I don't sleep because Brody is literally two months old. So if you have, if you have a two month old, you got it. Um, and he had like a piece of paper, and it looked like a to do list, and it was different workout exercises, and like ticks next to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's your to-do list for the day. No, no, <laughs> Push-ups, no, no, jumping no, no, jacks, no. burpees. That was the side list before my no, to-do list. Kidding. Um, I was going to forget what exercises I want to do because I'm like a zombie. What do you do for work? Like, sum it up for us. You don't have to give us the, like, elevator pitch it. Uh, I work at a hedge fund based out of New York that focuses on, like, structured product, like the credit market, um, I support a whole owned business, basically buying and selling various U.S. mortgages. And Rachel's already sleeping. Um, so I'm on there like, I mean, if anyone knows, like a middle office at a bank, it's a very similar position to that where you're supporting the, the trading desk on making investments. Mm-hmm. You wanted 30 seconds. No, that was perfect. I, I, I made did. it as exciting as it could be. <laughs> no, it's very exciting. And then also Jordan and I... On the side, invest in brands. So that's something you do as well. Oh, and you, you help you like what I do for life. I know. Well, you know, you see, life, George. You gotta, you gotta like pitch yourself. You gotta oversell yourself, amp things up a bit. Yeah, no. And then I think, uh, like to Rachel's point, we've both like finding brands to invest in. Where Rachel has like obviously that eye from from being so close mm-hmm. to to them, like you know, with what she does on a daily basis. And then I have like the finance side of it. Yeah, that's definitely something we do together. Um, yeah, probably not a both. hobby I thought we'd be doing together like five years ago. Uh, my I dream. Maybe, I thought maybe you'd finally pick up golf, but. my Never. My dream is, that's why I have two boys, so they can play with you. Um, my dream is to have like a VC one day where I can really help brands like strategize and grow and kind of see the niche in the market and where this like, where new products really need to innovate and what's exciting and all that stuff. And Jordan can do the more like back-end finance, revenue, yada, yada, yada part. Um, so we've invested in like half a dozen brands in the last couple of years. All started with Hugh. Best decision that I ever made in my entire life was to randomly email Hugh and be like, hi, can I invest in your brand? Um, and it's awesome to like see all these brands grow and and that's fun that we get to do that together. And then more recently, my dad even wanted to start investing in brands. So my parents um, uh, joined and we did a little... LLC. So we like meet with a bunch of different brands and products and it's fun. So Jordan helps with that. And he also helps with my business, like whenever I need something. And, you know, in case you missed it, he did do his first Instagram story takeover featuring Jot and their coffee. He's trendy AF. And he did really well. Jot even emailed and they said they freaking loved his stories. They thought they were awesome. So you should be really proud of yourself. And in full disclosure, they are way harder to like do Rachel's like you have to do this in what'd you say like three frames seconds, so yeah like three fif- 15 45 seconds, seconds. she's like you gotta do this in 45 seconds and if anyone knows me I don't do anything very quickly I'm very like yeah my dad makes fun of you for till the day you die about that when it comes to like doing everything so mm-hmm. like for me to make a coffee in the morning usually takes like five minutes well and like every single time I work with a brand which is pretty often there's like a call to action on the Instagram story and it's a or the CTA whatever and you have to, they give you like verbatim basically what you have to say it's like, they're like, put it in your own words, but say it exactly like this. And it's, you know, this code, swipe up, this offer, this ends this, I'm just this, a big blah, fan blah, blah. Of swipe up. And <laughs> Jordan must have done 80 takes of him trying to do the call to action frame. And I finally just looked at him and I'm like, you know what? I'll help you out here because you gotta, like, it is harder. You got to phone, you got to talk. I know, it's like, I know. It's, you know, people just think talking to your phone all day is really easy. And believe me, I love my job. I think it's awesome. I'm so grateful to be doing what I'm doing. It's a lot harder than it looks, some of the, some of the things for sure. Now, what is one thing that annoys you the most about me? Ooh, this is a juicy one. I mean, nothing you can actually say offended me since you didn't do a Mother's Day post for me on Instagram oh my God, this weekend. Yeah, just what people need more more posts about you and I. Yeah, that you do. Jordan didn't post um, about me on Mother's Day. It was so rude. <laughs> Good thing our birthday's coming up soon. I could yeah, don't do me any favors. Double time it there. Yeah, whatever. Um, What's something that annoys me? Annoys you about me? 
besides my incredible good looks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those are crazy annoying. Um, probably when you tell me to do something mm-hmm. and I don't do it right away, and then you just like hammer me. <laughs> for yeah, that valid. Yeah, like that's it. Mm-hmm. Every time, no matter what it is. Yeah, and the thing that annoys me is when I ask you something and you don't do it. So <laughs> it looks like we're even. No, I think the thing that annoys me sometimes, I mean, that does, but it's not like the thing. The thing that annoys me the most, honestly, is you biting your nails. That will forever just be the death of me. I cannot well, stand that you bite your nails. It's I'm, disgusting. I, I am working diligently on trying. Yeah, we're 11 years in on that. Mm. No, this has been my best few months ever. Okay. All right. I, listen, I'm supporting you. I'm here for you. Like I say, I'm here to support you, but I don't believe it. What food do you make better than me? Most savory food, I would Wait, say. The, you're asking me what I make better Sorry, than Sorry. It says, what food does Jord make better? I love that everyone calls you Jord. What food does Jord make that's better than you? Oh, yeah. Anything that's not sweet. Yeah. Jord's a really, really good cook. He also just, you know, he doesn't follow a recipe. He just gives zero Fs and does his own thing. And... He also just naturally styles food really pretty. He doesn't help me with like so things my, I wish he did though. My, uh, my roommate, Zach, who Rachel thought was my boyfriend in college, mm-hmm. used to say I would spend like 10 minutes decorating my food and then like one your minute parents say that too, just like absolutely food. destroying it. Yeah. Um, but if I had to name something that you, like, I feel like they want like one thing that you make that's better than. But like, what, what do you and I make that would like, we don't both make the same things. You really know how to make a good chicken. I think when it comes to like a lot of people don't know how to make chicken. It's so basic, so easy, but they overcook it. It turns out crappy. Like you make the best roasted chicken. It's in my cookbook. Okay, number one, you make really good crispy chicken thighs in the skillet. You totally nailed that. Oh, those buffalo wings I made the other day you, were yeah, absolute You fire. make awesome buffalo wings. You make the like chicken like that we like to put in our salad bowls. Like you make really good chicken in all ways your chicken rocks. Wow. It's really good. What a compliment. No, I'm serious. When we have a grill... One day you'll be and making a, a, a lot smoker. of yeah, and a smoker. Well, it's like I want to give you a Father's Day gift. Might as well just wait for next year so I can get you like a really good yeah, Father's yeah, Day yeah. gift. I would double down next year. How do you handle conflict and disagreements with each other? Hmm. Uh, I think we've gotten better at this. Yeah. Well, we went to couples therapy for a few sessions. And yeah, that definitely I mean, helps a I'm lot. I'm not great at like sharing my emotions or opinion. I hold things in a lot. So, and Rachel's like the direct opposite. So I think for me, it's just been like trying to say things earlier so it doesn't like boil over and then I blow up. Um, yeah. So I think that's that's my way of trying to like get out in front of it. We talk about it. We how we handle. We we talk about it. Yeah, I think just com- open communication, Which, like not getting annoyed at one another for like being annoyed. Yeah, and Jordan took a, a lot, literally took 11 years for Jordan to start actually communicating when he was upset. And he's just the type of guy where he brushes everything off. He's, oh, it's no big deal and just doesn't care. And I'm not like that. Everything's a big deal. Things are too much of a big deal. That's why I talked to my mom 85 times a day about the same things. And he finally starting to admit, like, you know, when someone does something that like ticks him off, he's finally starting to actually like acknowledge that instead of just bottling up inside so we definitely handle just like i would say all things differently in the sense where i wear my heart and emotions on my sleeve and jordan jordan doesn't um but he's definitely starting to which has been beautiful to watch you blossom what are some of your non-overlapping interests golf yeah i don't really have any interests so that's not true that you don't, don't like you talk. love food i don't love to talk <laughs> i don't love to talk i you just talk am a, a good lot. talker <laughs> i guess i like she to comes, socialize like, barging into the apartment today like tap 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 like i'm on a phone i'm on a call for work i have to like close the door put the fan I'm on always on the phone yeah i'm always on the phone and you pick jordan or this is our version of one of the questions someone sent for like under like kids and marriage is like how you get one-on-one one-on-one time and i asked jordan to walk me to my bikini wax today and he's sitting outside the like stoop waiting for me to be done and i'm literally like making lunch plans with the person who worked at the front desk like he's like it was a wall he's like oh do you know her i'm like yeah i know everyone like i I don't know. I guess I'm not. Yeah, I'm very social. I like socializing and talking to people, which I, you know, that can I'm consider that an interest for sure. Other than that, I don't like play sports. I don't, I don't, I don't knit sweaters. I'm not really, I'm not like a big hobby person. Food's my hobby. So, and you really like food. So I don't really have anything that's like. All right. So now you just really have to start liking golf. I will never like golf. Like I used to go for the diet, fine one diet Coke and mixed nuts. Now there's, I don't drink diet Coke. There. 
I know. I mean, once in a blue moon, man, I need a Diet Coke. Only, only from the fountain. At what point did you join finances together? Oh, I love this question because people always just assume everyone's finances are conjoined. Um, I mean, when we got married, did we get like a joint account? And stuff? Well, <laughs> I'm weird. Like I'm literally a, you know, I'm a little out there. I asked Jordan for a prenup when I was making $45,000 a year at a, I was, when I was in nowhere like, deserving of a prenup. I didn't want to join finances for a while. So we, but we started our own bank account together, like the Rachel and Jordan bank account when we got met, like when we were engaged because when we were getting like engagement gifts and like buying things. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was it was easier. easier. We, so we kind of just started. And we got a credit card together. So what we did, like we just kind of started at a point together. We never like took your bank account and my bank account and put it together. We still have our own bank accounts. Yeah, but like those aren't used to pay like our bills. Like our no, bills are on a joint account. But I think the question is like our when did you join finances? And we never really like like I never, at, we never took at mar- like we still have our own but we still have a joint so I'd say at marriage we did yeah when we were engaged we did cause like that's when we started yeah like when we, when we lived engaged, together sorry. and paid rent like we split it like Jordan paid a little bit more at the time because yeah was, I got shafted there he made a lot more money um, than I did at the time and now everything just comes out of our joint account when it comes to like paying bills and things I mean my business in and of itself just is definitely a big that's also why i have separate finances for a lot of things but i would say we're like joint but we also do have like separate accounts but when it comes to paying things it's all like paid together for the sake of simplicity yeah for sure um how did jordan propose to you were you surprised i thought she was gonna faint or she might have like, fainted. my eyes literally rolled back her eyes head. like rolled in the back of her head so she has totally caught off guard it was so funny because she went to go like everyone's like, oh, make sure her hair and nails are done. So I literally had her go get her hair and nails done with my mom. Do you want me to tell the story? Because I remember it very vividly. I don't know if you're really going to remember it that well. I mean, I was living at Not home. Long, hey, but you have to paint the picture. You have to like paint the whole picture. Of okay, paint the picture. So this I was is, living at home. This is where Rachel excels in I <laughs> I was living at home with my mom and dad at the time. And Jordan was living at home with his parents. And I would get my nails done every single week. So it wasn't out of the ordinary for me to get my nails done on like a Saturday afternoon. So my mom and I went to go get a manicure. So that wasn't to me. I didn't like see any red flags coming there or anything that came up. My mom my mom doesn't love getting her nails done. But it wasn't like random for her to like still go with me. So we went into that. Then her and I went to the mall that day. We like had a great day. Came home. Oh, this is why I have to have a daughter. Because like this is like what I used to do on the weekends with my mom growing up. Then I went home. And Jordan's cousin was living in the city at the time and he he still is in the city, but he said he got like a work perk where he got like a hotel room at the Bowery Hotel, like a just a free comp room, which honestly sounds so made up when I'm saying it now, but I just totally went with the flow because Jordan and isn't really the type of person to like lie or make something up. So it's like, okay, sounds good. So I also love getting my hair blown out. So I went to a salon on Staten Island that his mom always goes to and his mom happened to be there. Again, not out of the ordinary. Her and I would get our hair done all the time when I lived on Staten Island. So we go there, get our hair done and his mom was being like such a bitch to me. Like wasn't making eye contact, wasn't talking to me. I get my hair done again in the car to like start driving into the city with Jordan. I go, your mom was a royal bitch and did not acknowledge me at the hair salon. I did nothing wrong. I don't really understand why she's being so rich. His mom, his mom is such a nervous Nelly. She was going to throw up the whole time. So we get to the Bowery Hotel and I'm like texting my friends, come pregame in our room. Like we're literally at the Bowery Hotel, Rachel. We are not at like at the frat house around the corner. And Jordan goes, can you not have your friends come in pregame? And none of my friends knew I was getting engaged. It was a huge surprise. So we were also like the first ones to get engaged. So I was like super nervous that yeah. like, if I told too many people. So, now looking back, I probably should have, but like. We're sitting in the room. I'm so bored because Jordan's not talking. He wouldn't let oh me my have God. my friends I was come like, over. He's like, why don't you like go get dressed for dinner? I looked, I remember looking at the clock. It was like six o'clock. If I put my jeans on now, they're going to be stretched out by eight o'clock. I'm not getting dressed for dinner. So I just went and like looked myself in the mirror, like put on the mascara that I wear because I don't wear any makeup. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. And I stayed in my robe and then the doorbell rang and it was like Sauvignon Blanc and um, a, probably like a vodka soda or something yeah. for him. And I, I just like literally took the wine and started drinking it because I was a borderline freak. And Jordan like stops me and he was like, no, wait, wait, don't drink yet. I'm like, great. So this mofo, well, let me drink. Well, let me see my friends. Well, let me talk. Like, what am I supposed to do tonight? <laughs> and then he gets down on one knee and like proposed. And I had 
zero idea that we were, I knew we were going to get married. I knew we were going to get engaged, but I had zero idea was going to happen that night. No clue at all. And he proposed. And then we put, I, like, I, I got dressed. I remember taking like a really cute picture with my robe with the ring. Rachel's like all upset that her parents aren't there. I'm like, I can't believe my mom and dad aren't here. Like, da, da, da. And I'd be going downstairs into the lobby. Then we like go into the, if you've been to the Bowery Hotel, there's like a little like bar area in the back. And we go that to that area. And like my whole family was there and Jordan's whole family. And it was just so beautiful. And we celebrated our engagement February 22nd. Second. 22nd. Also Ezra's due date. Ezra's due date. Fun fact. And, um, yeah, which he wasn't born on that date. That was just his due date. And we celebrated. Then we went to Gemma um, for dinner, which is one of my favorite girl names. So it's another sign that we have to have a daughter after Brody. Yeah, you told me you have to put it in the universe. It's out there. It's out there. It's in the universe. It's in the podcast clouds now. Um, and that's how we got engaged. Do you think you could have told it as well as I just did? I would have saved everyone like five minutes. <laughs> okay. Are you guys religious? Um, no. no. We're, I truly think that we're the definition of Jewish. Like, we're Jewish, but, like, we're Jewish. Like, we're both bar and bat mitzvahed. We acknowledge and celebrate every single holiday. But, no, we don't keep Passover. The amount of messages I got from people asking me why I wasn't eating matzah for 10 days in April. You I'm don't like, want to be constipated? I, I, I genuinely don't enjoy the, the taste of matzah. And I, my mom grew up Orthodox. So, when she was raising our family, like, we weren't raised very religious. I'm all about, and well, because we have the same, like, we're on the same wavelength here. We're, we're both about the tradition yes. of Judaism and the holidays, and our kids will go to Hebrew school and get bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah. But I know we would love to go to Israel one day, but we're not over the top religious. I even I like the idea of doing Shabbat dinner just for the sake of having family dinner and lighting a candle and having some challah. Remember when I made challah when I was like 38 weeks pregnant? And I mean, a lobster tail. That's it, turned out really good, okay? Um, and then, how often do you guys drink and smoke? Jordan drinks a lot. Okay. Let's be clear. I don't drink a lot. Maybe I'll drink a couple of times a week, but I'll have a drink. Mm-hmm. Maybe on a Saturday I'll get crazy and have two drinks. Yeah. But that's... I haven't had a drink in three years. Well, I mean, like I've had sips of drinks, but I haven't had a drink in literally three years since the day I we conceived Ezra. I had a martini. It was my birthday. My 27th martini birthday. I love martinis. But ever since having Ezra, I just really don't crave alcohol. Um, I love the new spiked spindrift. Like, those are great. That's going to be, like, my jam this summer because it's really not that much alcohol. And I'll have, like, sips of wine. And, like, if Jordan gets a fun cocktail, I'll, like, try a sip of it. But I don't really drink. I'm definitely more into, like, smoking weed, um, which I don't really get to do these days. But Jordan hates smoking weed, so he drinks, and then I smoke, and those are our vices. Yeah. Right? I'm the only person in my family, though, that doesn't drink that much. I don't think that it'll stay like that forever. I was actually talking to my friend this morning, and I was saying how I have, like, a bachelor party in June. We have, like, four really exciting weddings in 2022. I'm definitely going to be drinking my martinis and, like, tequila at these weddings. There's no way I'm going to be, like, weddings. I live for weddings. So if you ever want to invite me to a wedding, please do. I will be there on the dance floor jumping around like a freaking lunatic. You don't even have to hire entertainment. I live, live, live to go to weddings. They're my favorite. But it has to be a good wedding. Like good people, good vibe, good band, good food. Okay, everyone's taking notes. Oh my God, I love weddings. I cannot wait to go to a wedding. It's going to be so fun. The next wedding that we're going to was my friend Allison's in August in Connecticut. But then Jordan's cousin is getting married next May at Tribeca Rooftop, which is where we got married. And I'm so excited. I can't wait to be a guest. Same. Do you think they're getting the mini lobster rolls? Oh, man. And the milk and cookie shots? I don't know. I'm so the suspense asked. is killing me. I'm so excited. Tribeca Rooftop is awesome. That was the best day ever. Um, September 4th, we got married, in case anyone's wondering. Right? Yeah, September 4th. All right, so having kids and marriage, how has your relationship changed with kids? I don't really think it's changed. I think it's just kind of like... Yeah, honestly, for me at least, having kids has like helped me with the communication thing. We're just like, I don't know, now we just like, for example, is... We're driving home. It's going to be bedtime. I'll be like, all right, Rachel, I'm going to tackle Ezra. You take Brody. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's helped me in some ways. Be uh, Yeah, a, a little bit more structured. Yeah. Which is funny because we're like the least structured parents ever. Oh, um, no, 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 yeah, no, no. But when it comes to just like dividing and conquering chores, like we definitely, we divide and conquer like everything. It's the only way to kind of like make it out now with, with two kids. 
but it hasn't changed. I think if anything, like my love for you is like, I sound so oh, cheesy. Thanks, has like definitely like grown even more by having a kids. The sun's shining right into my eyeball just because like, I think you're an amazing dad. Oh, so you. I think seeing that's like beautiful. And I think there's a lot of, you know, times people are married and their significant other like isn't very hands-on and I can leave you alone with the boys for a week and you would like be fine and know what to do. I wouldn't even have to like check in. Like I like have full faith. And I know I have friends who like won't even leave their husbands alone for bedtime. Like you know how to do everything. Like you're a very, very good dad. So I think it just has made me like respect you even more. Yeah. I just my milk hasn't come in yet. So, <laughs> Dear God. Um, um, yeah. And I think right? like similar to you, I mean, just like, you know, I always take for granted that I work for like a company. So, you know, like I have like a lot of days off and I have like a paternity leave. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, you know, you don't have those luxuries. And with Ezra, you basically never stopped. And at yeah. least with Brody, you got a little chance to stop, but it doesn't like nothing. Your business doesn't stop just because you had a kid. So no, and I really didn't even stop with Brody that much. Yeah. I stopped with recipes, but I mean, that's like the, the catch 22 of, of doing what I do like because I freaking love it so much like when I do not post on Instagram oh, for two no. months I mean, like I get it and then you, you I mean you, you have make, a lot, you had a lot of uh, luxuries that, yeah. there's that, no paid maternity leave when you uh, run your own business that's for sure um, how do we get one on one one on one time you're kind of looking at it you find like random opportunities like him walking with me to get a wax today um, I mean we're thankful that we do have a nanny during the week but we're, we're home like we're all home and it's really congested in this shoebox. yeah I mean also, like when we just had Ezra before Rachel was breastfeeding, we definitely relied on our parents sometimes to to take the to take Ezra at that point. Yeah, we were um, super fortunate that we have very, very, very willing to help parents. I know a lot of my friends that don't have parents that genuinely like will help, so that helps us get one on one time. But I haven't left Brody um, really ever at this point. I mean, so it's only just like two the months. small things. It doesn't have to be like something like so extravagant. Well, and that's what I was telling a friend this morning is that like she was saying that her and her husband haven't had any alone time and she like wants to go on a date and stay in a hotel room and blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, like, of course I want to do that too. But you can also just find like random times to spend together when your kids are at daycare or preschool, like go to the grocery store together or like go for a walk for 20 minutes. Just like find an opportunity to do it. It doesn't have to be so romantic and like cliche date night it could just be like you walk me to get my vagina waxed you know um do you have any tips for first time dads i mean honestly like the baby doesn't really need you at all so you just have to be super supportive for your wife at at that Mm -hmm. point i mean if they're breastfeeding um yeah a ton of support like to your wife and then just like help out where you can but i also think it's like very important to bond with the baby early because they'll like, I don't know if they know your scent or they just somehow figure out who you are, but yeah, you don't want them to like not feel comfortable with you. Yeah. And I, I nurse Brody pretty much, you know, on demand at this point. So at night, Jord will like how we kind of divide it and conquer is that I feed him. And like, then I sometimes I have the pump cause he didn't eat, but like he didn't drink that much. My boobs are filled or whatever. And Jordan changes the diaper, changes Brody's diaper and like, will like bring him to me. Um, and Brody sleeps in our bed. So it's not like he's like bringing him across the house, but like gets up and like hands him to me. Cause I'm a cranky mofo all night. Like literally yeah, like I put the, want to punch the, my the bassinet out. next to my side of the bed. Yeah. And I also just like, it makes me feel kind of like less alone with him helping that. So I think just trying to find ways to help and just be there for your partner. Like how, like ask them, like, what, what can I do for you? Like, do you want me to like cook dinner tonight? Oh, Jordan cooks too. Like, I mean, he doesn't cook. You have, actually, you haven't cooked that often because I haven't let you into the kitchen to make a mess. But yeah, and God forbid, I'm making freaking mess. Ha ha ha. Um, I want to have kids in one to two years. What should we enjoy as a couple now? Peace, quiet, travel, zen, sleep, a clean uh, a clean apartment. Yeah, well, sleep, but definitely traveling. I mean, it's just like going out to dinner. It's just such a coordination. And you don't relax, like it's not relaxing. It's, a, it's a effing shit show. Like we went to we went to dinner uh, for Mother's Day, and it's just it's not relaxing or enjoyable. Like it's enjoyable, obviously, because you're there. But I mean, like that like that re- that relaxation you used to feel like going to dinner and someone else like serving you food. Yeah, it's just thrown out the window. I think just like live, like honestly, just like living and being selfish. Like I wish that I was a lot more selfish in terms of just doing what I wanted before having Ezra. I've always been doing what, good at doing what I want. I'm not like bashful about that, but I think really just 
taking full advantage of that and also resting, which I did a really good job with, with Brody's pregnancy. I would rest on the couch anytime that I could with Ezra. I worked out seven days a week or like five days a week, like a maniac. I didn't work out with Brody's pregnancy, basically gained the same, gained the same amount of weight. Maybe that's just my body, but like clearly I didn't have to work out like a lunatic. And I think just like chilling a little bit more. Well, now I'm talking, oh yeah, that is what, what they should do now. Sorry. I thought we were just talking about the first time dad thing. What is a typical day like for you guys during the week and on weekends? Fun fact, when you have, when you have kids, the weekends really don't exist. <laughs> In fact, they suck because you know, we don't have childcare. I'm just kidding. Typical day. So I guess it's, it's different like COVID and not COVID. But during the week, we somehow work from home, both of us. It's really hard. Jordan has our bedroom and like a desk area. But like Brody also, this is like where his changing table and crib and all of his things are. And Ezra has like his room, which is the same size as our bedroom, which is great in terms of space. And then I'm usually in the kitchen and living room. But um, Ezra is at that age now. He's two, two years and three months. And he's in, or almost four months. He involves himself in every single thing. Like he knows mommy and daddy. He wants to hang out with mommy and daddy. He wants to do everything with us 24-7. And it's definitely like really hard things like it, it's very hard during the week for lack of a better way to describe yeah. it it's a shit I show would, i would say during the week we both try to do some sort of physical activity either yeah. a walk or a run or a workout yeah jordan runs before the more before like the day starts um and then yeah working from home is so we have our, we have our nanny days. that's from like 8 to five thirty, um which is super super helpful and then now she officially has Brody as well. But again, like I'm nursing, so I'm still seeing Brody pretty much every two hours. And so that's very helpful for us. And then during the week, we eat dinner at home. We'll like go outside with them afterwards, maybe for a little walk or just to get some air, depending on the season and the weather. And on weekends, we pretty much will get out of the apartment around like 930 and hang around Hoboken until Ezra has to go down for his nap. So we'll walk around, go look at the boats, the buses. As Ezra says, Look no for home, helicopters. No home. Ezra is in the phase where he doesn't like going home. We go to the park, we hang out with friends. We'll like go to a place for food if we're feeling frisky, and that we would actually sit at a restaurant with two kids. Um, we'll go to the grocery store. We go to Trader Joe's. Ezra gets stickies the entire time, stickers, and he talks the mayor, to everybody. The mayor, Trader Joe's, literally. Uh, we usually stay local though on weekends. Like we, uh, we love Hoboken. So we love just like being here and being with friends and my parents and my brother all live in the area. My parents live in Florida half the year, like on and off. And then, so when they're home, we see them basically every single day. And then that's pretty much like on weekends, we'll like sometimes have plans with friends and stuff. But I think that's going to be coming more alive now that COVID's hopefully dying down a little bit. We'll be able to socialize a little bit more. We go to Dozino a lot for pizza. Every Friday and Saturday, I really don't like to like cook. So we'll try and do like takeout of sorts because um, I'm pooped and don't feel like cooking. Tips for couple, top top tips for couples struggling with fertility. It sounds so annoying and cliche, and I would like hate it when people say this to me. But like, it really does work out. It will always always work out, and we're super fortunate that you know we didn't have the longest journeys with Ezra and Brody. I got pregnant. It took it took a, like a, a, several tries with Ezra, but um, once we found that magic potion, like it helped. That's how we got pregnant with Brody as well, which was Metapure injections followed by IUI. So we'll see what happens for like the third child. Like we'll definitely go for a third. Our third hopefully will be a girl. I'm saying it so much so that I'm hopefully manifesting. If anyone has tips for manifesting, please <laughs> let me know. I love my boys so much, but I'm definitely hoping to have a girl. If I don't end up having a girl, I'm convinced it's because my brother and his wife, whoever that saint of an angel of a woman will be, they'll have like four girls because I'm going to need like nieces to, to like get manicures with. Um, but it will happen. It always works out. It might not happen the way you want it or the way you envisioned or when you want it. But I think just like not realizing that you don't have the control that you have in other aspects of your life for fertility really helped me. Like I'm such a control freak and I recognize that like this is one thing in life that I just cannot control. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on what side of the coin you're on. But if it's one person going through the fertility issue... You know, you just have to be there and be supportive and try to, yeah. you know, you go through it as a couple. It's probably one of the hardest things you'll have to do. Um, but also, like, after going through it, you know, you kind of just say, well, each point was, like, so critical 
or you felt like it was so critical, but then you just have to keep reminding yourself that like it is a long journey. Some you know it'll eventually work out one way or another. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like take it day by day. And I also I think and I hope that everyone appreciates pregnancy as much as as I do. But I do think that like when you have fertility struggles, like it really when you are when you do get pregnant and you conceive your baby, it makes you like appreciate that even more so than than when it, it happens, you know, overnight. Um, and it will happen. Your baby will come there, come and, and be with you. And it just may take a little bit longer than you thought. The last little little few questions. Do you guys we're ever get going? But yeah, we're almost done. How, do you guys ever get sick of each other? No. And what are we like on month 15, 14 of living, working out of our apartment? But even before that, like I, I consider no, no, myself, this is like the true test. Yeah, it's true. I, I consider myself an extroverted introvert. So I love being around people, but like I refuel when I'm by myself, but I, I, I can refuel with Jordan. Like I don't go away with Jordan for, I can go away with him for a month and feel refueled and rejuvenated. And I think that's important. Like finding your like, you know, partner in life, but no, we've never really gone. I've never said like, I get away from me. Like I've never thought that, which is, you know, I think, I think it's okay if you do feel that way, but with your partner once in a while, but no, we've never said that. Anyway. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Um, have you ever been to couples therapy? We have recently. We went last year. A lot of people yeah, asked about this. Brody. Yeah, it was more like proactive, if anything, because I felt like if we were going to have a second kid, golf bridge shit hits the fan. I want we wanted to have a sounding board, and I found it really helpful for the things that I was losing it with with Jordan at the time in terms of just like the communicating stuff that we spoke about earlier. Really helped because. The things that I said, I mean, I was basically, she said the same exact things to him in a different tone and voice and it worked. So it just made me feel A, that I was, what I was saying was right and B, what right. I was saying was right. So it was a win-win in couples therapy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think it's great. I think it's something to do proactively or reactively and I don't think yeah, there's any harm. I just think it has like such a negative connotation. Like, oh my God. Oh my God, it does. Like that means like your marriage is failing, but it's honestly, for us, we were just trying to make it better than it already was. And also, I think it's like preventative. Like we wanted yeah. to make sure that like things were going to stay as like great as they were. And when you have a second kid, it gets it's harder. It's really, really hard. Yeah, I mean, like you said, like we really didn't struggle through having Ezra, but like it's definitely it's it's definitely a stressful point in anyone's yeah. life. You're not you don't have any sleep. You have to like freaking take care of a new human. Like yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So having two was definitely a little bit wake up call for that. What is a big goal or thing you guys want to do or accomplish together? Together? I mean, I think we always say it. I think we'd make like a really good business team in some sort down the road. Mm-hmm. I want to be like kick-ass killer parents. As long as Rachel's not my boss because she's uh, the shit out of me. Yeah, I would eat you up and chew, <laughs> chew you up and spit you out on concrete. Um, I think that we're going to be like kick-ass parents. Like that's a goal. I want to be like really great parents. I want to us to provide I, mean, I think we already are but i know but it's too soon to tell i want us to really be able to like provide for our family i don't want us to ever like struggle i want us to like have everything that we need to live comfortably and just like have our family our crew and the last question actually is where do you see yourself in 10 years kids living job etc where do you see yourself in 10 years well, 10 years oh man i'd be celebrating my 40th 41st birthday Oof, that's a real slap in the face. Why? I heard the forties are amazing. I mean, I'm sure they Why are. are so just, negative. Just seems like I don't want my th- I don't want my thirties to go by so fast. You have two kids and you're 31. And you have a great job and you're married. You're doing great. Jordan Mott said the other day that he felt old. Like you're so annoying. You're not old. I mean, if, all right, fine. You're not old. You're young. You've accomplished so much at this age. Uh, what do I see? I mean, hopefully. Hopefully, career-wise, I'm doing something that I love um, that'll afford me the opportunity to, like, be very involved in my kids' lives. Like, not like a helicopter parent, but, like, Mm. having the opportunity to, like, go to their baseball game or, like, play golf with them. I hope they don't play baseball. I really hope that they don't play baseball. No, baseball is a really good sport because you have hand-eye coordination. It's so boring. I might as well sit in the car and take a nap. That's why you'll have your daughter to go <laughs> do whatever you want. Where do you see yourself living in 10 years? I don't know. I mean. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? 
<laughs> if it was up, You're making us build a house right now. If it was up to me, I'd be in. Where would you be, Ho- Jordan? Hopefully, in ten years, we'll have two homes, so we could uh, we yeah. could live in two separate well, places. Shit, where are the homes? Where are they? Come on, be specific. I would like one in the Northeast, most likely New Jersey at this point, and then. You mean you don't think it's going to be the house that we're currently building? I don't, I don't. If you asked me ten years ago where the hell we would be, I would not have given you any of the answers oh we are right now. So I'm not going to give you a death threat on a public forum, but if I could, I would. Okay. Do you have any other ambition what, or dreams? Oh, amb- I told um, you. Where do you. You're not very good at answering this question. No, I'm not great at this. One. Okay. In ten years, I would like to have three. You could feel free to like add or elaborate off of mine. Three to four kids. We'll either have two boys and a girl or three boys and a girl. <laughs> and at that point, um, yeah, I would like to definitely have like two homes, like a vacation type summer house somewhere um, and have. So Jordan and I are building a home right now in Milburn. That's my exhale because it's getting really real. And it's like our top secret project that I'm just going to keep talking about on the podcast because I'm not talking about on social media until I'm ready. And I'm not that excited. I would stay in Hoboken until the day I die. But Jordan wants to move. And when I think about it, when I think about it selfishly, hold on. It's not just me. If I could, if 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 it made sense to live here for the rest of our lives, I would, I would consider doing that. But it doesn't make sense from. from, This is what it comes down to. Three to four kids. Let's. This is what it comes down to. COVID hit. We realized we that was it kind of like fast tracked our plan. Like we knew we weren't gonna actually stay here for forever because when we think about it from like a parental perspective, we're not paying for private school in this area. It's too expensive. I'm not depending on the public schools in this area just based off of where they are right now. I know that there are some great schools. I just like don't want to rely like heavily on them right now. And I just don't think that like us allocating that type of money for three to four kids in private school is just like something we're comfortable with. Works for some people, it doesn't work for us. So please don't send me mean messages because I've received that before when I've said that. Um I wanted to look pretty much anywhere in the United States for where to live. Texas, Florida, California, Connecticut, Westchester. I was like all over the place. Jordan was very, very narrow-minded with our move, which you can't even defend yourself because you were. I, I didn't say And he wanted to live basically in like the Short Hill Summit, Milburn area. So we are going to be living in Milburn. We're walking distance to town, which is the only thing keeping me sane that I could have some type of walkable something. And we bought an older home that smelled like rat's ass. I only stepped inside of it one time. It smelled so bad, Jordan. Why are you rolling your eyes? It's not a nice thing to say. Well, I don't. I don't think that anyone like enjoys the smell of rat's ass. So it's fine. I didn't post a picture of the home or like say an address, Jordan. And we're building a home from the dirt, which has been a full time secret job that we basically have on the side right now is designing a home. So either we'll be living there in 10 years or I told Jordan that if we are living there for two years, I'm not happy that we will reconsider where we live. So so I keep reminding Rachel, nothing in life is permanent. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, my dream would have been to like live in California, but I, I ruined that dream myself when I when I met Jordan. Just kidding. <laughs> And no, job, I really want to be class mom. Like I want to be really involved in my kids' lives, like what Jordan said. But I want to like bring cupcakes when that's like allowed to bake people food and give it to them again. And I just want to be there for my children, but also growing my career. And I hope that at that time, my job is a little bit more passive in terms of it doesn't require my attention 24-7 like it does right now. But we'll see where the social media sphere takes us and blogs and podcasts and books and all of the things. But hopefully I'll have some products of sorts. And I don't know. When it comes to work stuff, I never plan things in advance. Everything's very spontaneous and last minute, which is not me at all. But it just has been, I guess, how I've operated my business. But hopefully we'll have three to four healthy and happy children. And we'll hopefully still be very much in love and happily married. And that you'll still be making some kick-ass chickens. And we... (laughs) Chicken. Yeah. Get better. And that will have a wood fire oven, pizza oven in the backyard. Mm. So you can make some kick ass pizzas too. The only caveat to your 10 year thing is yeah. 10 years ago, most of these social yeah. media platforms weren't here. Weren't even here. That's yet. why I just said, like, I can't even so plan. Be, I, I know. That's why, I know. that's why it's hard for me to answer this question. I yeah. Can, I can answer the one thing about our kids. Maybe but, I'll be retired. That's my goal is to retire at 35 or at least take like a heavy step back. That's in five years or four years. It still could happen. All right. I'm not saying it's not going to happen for you, but you're always going to want to do something because you're 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 too motivated not to. Yeah, I want to make cupcakes for Ezra and Brody and our foreseeable future, foreseeable child's 
class and like be there for them. Cause I don't think right now in what I do, I have the freedom, like the mental freedom. I know I, I can control my own freedom, what I want to do every day, but like, I just don't think that like I have that flexibility at this point in time, but okay. This was fun. I'm glad I was invited back. I thought you were invited back too. We'll see what everyone thinks. If, uh, if they're into this type of format, these questions, but this was like, I really enjoyed it. It was a great time hanging out with you. This is our, this is our second thing oh, doing wow. one-on-one time today. Day today. Bikini wax, followed by a nice podcast recording. And now I need you to actually make me some of the chicken on the stove that I bought. And then today. I'll see you at like 4 a.m. for uh Well, I'll see you now. It's 6 o'clock and I'll see you from now, basically, until 6 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, that's like our next little one time. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Well, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far and yeah, I'm sure no one's listening. We will be back in a couple of Mondays. All right. Bye. Bye.